Oh, okay. I'm from St. Pete. I will connect you to St. Pete. I don't know what city he's in. That's um by Tampa, like Hillsboro. Like, okay. All the touristy. You want he's, some wax, man? I'm good, man. I appreciate you, though. He's actually a producer, too. So That's tight. Maybe, yeah, maybe you guys can fuck around. Link us up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's dope. No, nah, I would, but I have, you know, the show, and I already have, like, a cold, man, and that'd, like, that'd tear me apart. Do you want us to do most of the talking? I'm cool with whatever, man. Okay. <laughs> I'm cool with whatever. You need to preserve your voice. We don't want you to take the stage and then have to blame Crappy Awesome Podcast for a lackluster that would show. Be a, that would be a Ugh. great, like, that would be a great reason, though. You got a cold? Is that yeah, what you're saying? a little bit. Oh, man. Nat Z, who's performing tonight, too, has got yeah. bronchitis. What? But she's coming anyways. Damn. She's a writer. Want to rock it no matter what. Yeah. Yeah, we've been on national tour, man, like the time zones and everything. Like, I got a cough drop in my mouth now, you know? Yeah. But, yeah. It's a, I think it's immune system, man. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I had, That's I had what a, happens. I had a weird not thing. enough rest. I had a weird thing happen uh, the other week where, like, my voice just left. Mm-hmm. It just got up and walked away. And then I talked to multiple other people that were describing having similar experience. Like, I didn't get sick, nothing else really. Just voice just got up and walked away. Yeah. Wowzers. I'm experiencing a little bit of that. Wowzers. It's really, really bizarre. Let's get into the show, though, man. No, let's talk about our immune systems for more. <laughs> we will. Rather than, On oh, the show. you mean, like, after we do the intro? Yeah. Okay. Oh, well, don't flush the toilet. Welcome to another possibly vaccinated episode of the Crappy Awesome Podcast. We are your host, the Diego Brown Project. I am Mr. Raj, even though nobody calls me Mr. And with me is Kill C Ray, even though we'll just call him Chris. Hey, yo. Hey, how's the how's this? Does it sound different? Does it sound weird? No, you sound great. Do I? It's, yeah. It sounds is, is it because I'm wearing a monitor headphones? Something about it sounds too clean. Oh yeah, that's what it is. Is it too yeah, clean? Yeah, usually you got some shitty ass headphones on. I'm not used to this. No. This now you know what you really sound like. Strange to me. And you're disappointed. I am. Yeah. We just did 260-something fucking episodes, yeah. and now I'm immediately having to restart. The highs are back, My right? relationship. Yeah. Yeah. It's awful. My voice sounds You actually deeper. sound like a little girl when you talk. Oh, my God. Yeah, this, this whole for five years. So much. You thought it was popular because you were like, wow, they think I'm really professional, but... They're just into me because they think I'm hot. Yeah, they, they're like, they man, who hot is that chick? chick that's on the show? Like, God damn, Mr. Arash is a weird <laughs> name for a hot chick. Maybe they couldn't tell the difference between me and the porn stars that we used to have on. I doubt it. You think yeah. so? You don't think so? Whatever one sounds best first. Okay. Movie. All right. <laughs> we're, of course, <laughs> we're, of course, brought to you by Platform Collection. Make sure you go over to platformcollection.com and uh, check out all the videos and music and content that's on there to feed every one of your uh, hip... Oh, my lighter. Thank you, Chris. Yep. Fucking potheads that steal your lighters. Uh, Check out all the content that's over there at platformcollection.com. And while you're there, listen to our sibling podcasts. There's Culture Sessions, hosted by Melathion Archive, produced by Spock Beats. Spock Beats. The 2MX Hologram Podcast. Doing things? Yeah. With 2MX. 2MX 24-hour... That's curated radio is yeah. on its way in January. Yeah, in case you didn't have two mics in your ear enough. Or us, because we're on it. That's true. Yeah. There's going to be more of us or more two mics, though. Mm, I, you know, it's probably going to be less of two mics's actual voice, but uh, a lot of two mics's taste. I can dig it. Yep. We're his taste. Mm. That sounds weird. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Proof of Life Radio, hosted by Kiel Sire and Kali. Kali. Life on the Road with 60 East. Really, though? Really, though? With cook, Yours is not as good. With Cookbook. Cookbook. Of L.A. Symphony. Yes. Uh, orchestrated with Noah James and Lisa J. Yeah. 
of course, the Status Escalate podcast again with Kali. Again with that guy. Great show. The Ghetto Blaster podcast. That is with Ricochet and Jen Johnson. Yeah, launches in January. They just they just signed their contracts. Oh, like for a renewal? <sighs> no, to start. They've had a few shows already. Yeah, yeah, but they they're not strictly on platform launch. Oh, now they're, now they're going to be exclusive. Now we got them. Yeah, we got them. Ooh. Now they can't leave. Now I'm going to charge them to use my Bentley in the video. Word. That's going to be great. Uh, and of course, we got more shows in the works for you, listeners. I swear, we're working on things. There's awesome things coming your way. And when I say we, I mean, I mostly mean Chris. Mm-hmm. But we're doing stuff. Yeah. Uh, follow us on Instagram at Platform Collection. That is one word all spelled out. And on Twitter at Platform Collect. No shun. With no shun. No shun. That does sound pretty crisp and, crisp. Crisp and clear. Uh, shout out to Tor Project, open source privacy platform, uh, our amazing sponsors-ish kind of thing. Uh, go over to torproject.org to learn more about all the work that they're doing to help you have a more private web browsing experience. Torproject.org, Tor spelled T-O-R. And of course, a plug, it's not shameless. It's not a shameless You told me it's not shameless. Mm -hmm. It's just a plug. Burner Podcast, hosted by yours truly, that covers the Burning Man community, the longest-running regular show about Burning Man. That's a Burning Podcast. Burning. Is that that (laughs) true? Burner Podcast, it is, yeah. You researched that? There's, I can't find any other ones. Okay. Yeah. We've been looking. And, I think that's uh, how it works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> a couple other ones started as podcasts tend to. You do like two or three shows and you're like, right. oh, wait, this is work. And then they stop doing it. Consistency. Yeah. It's like the there's one the called Burncast. It was like B-R-N. Well, that's pretty nice. Yeah. But if, if you're the first one out the gate, why would you not just take Burner Podcast like I did? Uh, maybe they thought it was like, stereo, you know, like um, not stereo. Yeah. Maybe they were worried about copyright. Yeah. Well, maybe they were worried about being like immediately seen as the person who is thinking too much like they have the voice for the whole community like that's a lot of oh. that's a lot of you audacity yeah <laughs> I have no shame yeah, yeah. I was like yeah I'll take fucking Burner Podcast yeah so anyway BurnerPodcast.com there's a couple of different shows on there uh, go check that out Alkaline yes Tell them about Alkaline, Alkaline Alkaline's on there Alkaline's a DJ mix show yeah produced by a previous guest of this show actually Navjeet mm-hmm from the Seek and Destroy episode. Yeah. Was that... It was called Seek and Destroy, right? Seek and Destroy, yeah. It's pretty funny mm-hmm. that that's called that because the Seeks are like so peaceful and shit. Yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, so he produces that one and we have another show called Into the Fire and we're developing a couple other shows. So there's another platform collection-ish type thing happening over there. Right on. But much slower and lazier. Yes. Uh, tell them about Stitcher, iTunes, and all that. Yeah, if you're listening to this on Stitcher, iTunes, TuneIn Radio, or Spreaker. Spreaker. Go over to crappyawesome.com. You can hear every episode all the way back to episode zero. Zero. Or you can go to platformcollection.com, start somewhere around 67, and mm. play catch up because you got a long way to go. Yeah. We're two-something right now. I don't Two. even know what we're at. We're in the 260s, I think. 260s? I think so. Cool. Right? 260-something? 260-something. I wonder who's going to be number 269. We might have already had it. Oh. So we don't know. That sounds like... Because I thought we were like 270s, maybe. Maybe. Uh, I I thought I was thinking the other day, who's going to be 275? I do have the entirety of human knowledge sitting at the palm of my hands. And you refuse to check it out. Nope. I'm on Facebook. Yep. All right. (laughs) Yeah, we got Razor the Kid in the house today. Yeah, what's up? Yeah, man. Just Us Movement. Yes, sir. Hold my head, come and get it. The Walking Dead is in my city, in my city, man. Rat-tat-tat-tat, them talkers go. Rat-tat-tat-tat, them talkers go. Rat-tat-tat-tat, them talkers go.
and the reaper bringing up the cushions. Popping these puppets, pimping these people like I'm thugging. Coughing canaries, connected calibers, I'm clutching. Helping this scary scheming and Tarantino bloody. Dreaming the dead people, them demons dropping dungeons. Deliver these mans, deliver people from dread. I make them shiver, shit, sitting in a puddle of bread. Put the victim, this is venom to the side of your head. Politicians pray in prison, but I'm stocking the bread. Got my witness, got my business, bitches biting my neck. I drop the image of minutes, been playing tennis with heads. Make them grimace on spitting spigots, resisting the legs. They're rocking tonight at the Kava Lounge. If you're listening to this on the day it came out, they rocked yesterday and it was amazing. Mm, yeah. Because we're in the future right now. Oh, yeah. They, it sold out. They Kava Lounge is closed for a year now because they yeah. just crushed it so yeah, hard. Yeah. They had to clean up like mountains of panties off the floor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's terrible. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And people are like, why have any performance here ever again? Yeah. It's, it's, it's just going to… It's just gonna pale in comparison. They just closed up shop, and the owners moved to Alaska. Yeah. That, that being said, if you're if you're in the LA area on Sunday, come out uh, to 
the really the one year anniversary, uh-huh. right? So the kid's gonna be there rocking it. Cookbook's gonna be there doing whatever it is that he does. Does he, he rap? Yeah, he, he does some rapping. Okay. He does some hosting. Okay. Some singing. Some singing. The hosting. <laughs> He's gonna be doing all that there. It's a, it's like the cookbook one man show, uh-huh. and we're just all hanging out with him. That's true. It's yeah. his world. And it's his world. We just live here. And also, Cookbook is one of the owners of Just Us Movement. Yeah, so there it is. That's why he's here, too. Yeah. So, okay, man. So, let's start from the beginning. I've heard about you for a minute through Cook. Yeah, He's definitely one of those guys who's uh, put a lot of faith in you, and, and he feels like he... You really bring something original to the table. I checked out your music, and you, you know, you really do. Um, what is... How did this all start for you? Like, how old are you, by, by the way? Do you, I'm you 22. Say, okay, 22. So yeah, uh, when did you first get into, like, the music game? Not like, I'm not talking, like, where people know you. I'm talking about, like, you oh, decided you. I'm going to be a rapper. No, I got you. Um, yeah. It started out, uh, I was born in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Okay. Um, it's My dad actually was in a band and still is. He still has his own band. Um, uh. So growing up, you know, my uncle, my uncle actually is in the Blues Hall of Fame. He was a drummer. Oh, um, wow. So, you know, my whole my my whole family has pretty much, you know, been in, into music really heavy, you know, for since I can remember. Yeah. Um, Sundays was always filled with Motown music and mom cleaning and, you know, things of that nature. Yeah. And uh, so, I mean, when I got into like the fourth or fifth grade, I'd say, um, you know, I was like, well, damn, um, let's I was always, you know, really well at writing and poetry and things of that nature. So I started writing some poems and then. uh I got into football heavy and, you know, during football, I would always, you know, on my breaks in school, I would always like in class, instead of listening to the teacher, I was just writing like poetry and rhymes. And by the time I was 14, I had made my first song. And that's like when I was like, man, I love this shit. And uh, so like, I so decided- unpack, unpack that a little bit. You made your own song. What did that consist of? Like, okay. how did you do that? Okay. Um, the process was my friend actually um his name's jason shout out to jason i don't even know what he's doing in life anymore yeah um we well, hope you're good jason yes <laughs> shout out yes but um he was we, we worked together at sunny's i was working at sunny's at the time okay and um which is like a restaurant yeah it's a yeah. barbecue restaurant okay. chain and um and uh he was like, man, I got a studio. He had this CD with him. And he was like, man, I recorded this guy. I don't even remember his name. And um, he was like, you should come by and just hang out. And when I did, I was like, all right, I love this. Like, what can I do? Can I do anything on the microphone? And he was like, try it. And it was terrible. Yeah. It was so <laughs> terrible. So I went in there and we were on Mixcraft, you know, like the little Mixcraft program. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was terrible, man. It was so terrible. And like a... $40 mic and like it was inside of like a, a shoe box with a, the pop filter was like a teddy bear like okay. it was pretty rough but, but, yeah. but you guys were trying to cover the basics <laughs> yeah right yeah. okay yeah it was bad man so there was at least some knowledge at that time of like the idea of being a, a re- independent rapper yeah, none of it was from me, really. I right. mean, he did it. You know, yeah. he had the little setup, I guess. But I was just, you know, I was there hanging out with him and some other people. And I was interested in the microphone for something. Yeah, yeah, something. yeah. Did, so yeah. did you, uh, before that, were you like, were you busting raps in your head? Every oh, yeah, all yeah. the time. Like I said, writing poetry. and. But that was the know. first time someone actually seen you try to rap. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So okay, so you throw out your first song. And I'm assuming you're, what, like... 16, 17? Like 15. 15. Yeah, 15. Yeah. Okay, so you throw out your first song. That figures you're around freshman or sophomore in high school, right? Freshman. Um, okay, so now, and your hook, you say, do you, from there, push us forward to when you first 
performed and you could say this counted as like this was a real performance i got to perform okay um actually excuse me my first show was a show that i threw i actually put it on um it was there was a a bar in the little town that i was from um that i was you know i left from there when i went to florida i moved to florida by this time yeah and um, I went from there to Tampa and St. When and I ended ended up staying in St. Pete. But um, there was this this bar in the town called Zephyr Hills, and um, like the lady in there was a country western bar. The lady in there had booked my father to do like a, a classic rock, you know, okay. event. That's what he yeah, you yeah, know yeah. does. And um, I was just in there, and I was like, man, I'd love to perform. And then I was talking to the owner, and she was like, well, do you have a CD or anything like that? And I was like, yeah, I got a CD. And it was it was such trash music, but she didn't know any damn <laughs> yeah, better because yeah, yeah. she listened to country music. So yeah. I was like, all right, I gave it to her. And she was like, oh, I love it. Come perform. So I was like, all right, that's cool. I'll come. And, like, I had my own night. Like, you know, I was in high school, so all, it was packed. It was, like, ridiculous. Yeah. And the, the lady ended up getting Because half me. the people there wanted to see if you could even do it, <laughs> exactly, right? Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And, like, um... The lady ended up giving me five hundred dollars that night, so I was like spoiled. Wow. I had, wow. I was not ready for what I was like coming into in the rap game. Like <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was yeah. just yeah. not right. So Cookbook still hasn't been paid five hundred dollars. I haven't. Like that's crazy. <laughs> like, but that's what happened. So it was great. Like it was okay. Great. So you how, do that. Well, can I ask? Yeah, yeah. How, how big is this town? Um, what was the population? In Zephyr Hills, it was probably I'd say around seven thousand people. Okay. I'm trying to get a get a sense mm-hmm. of like uh, the scene over there. Yeah. Um, it's like from that wall to the road. <laughs> like that's the scene. Like, wait, yeah. wait, okay. So what are what are around the time you do your first show? Mm-hmm. What are the people like your peers? Like what what are some of the things you could say they're into? Like what are they? What are what are people bumping? What are people into? Well, like uh, it's actually. It's mainly in that area. It's mainly rap music. I mean, unless it's like either retired people that listen to, you know, Elvis and, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. or it's like young kids that, you know, listen to rap music. You like, know what, what I mean? what, like, what um, are they bumping mostly? Like, uh, it's either like Bone Thugs or, you know, um, Tech Nine or. Uh, That's so yeah. interesting. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you know, um, things of that nature. And uh, a lot of times you'll hear then, like, the trap the trap style of music. Like, right. Well, back then it was more of, you know, the Young Jeezy and, you know, the Gucci Man. Right, and, right, right. And now it's like either... The actual trap house. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And then now you hear, you know, like, it's either like, I, I guess his name's Kodak Black yeah, yeah, or yeah. whatever. And um, I don't listen to none of that, really. Um, I barely... Actually, man, I only listen to very selective hip-hop music. Like, yeah. you know, I really listen to, like, Motown and, um, you know, R&B, uh, 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 blues, uh, rock. You know, that's, what like, what I love. That's my... What's, you know, what, what's your, your influence from hip-hop, though? Like, if you had to say, this is kind of... This is what inspired me a lot early. Um, Tech Nine. Yeah. Yellow Wolf. Bone yeah. Thugs. Um, Big L. Um, Big Pun. Yeah. Uh, Tupac. Mm. Tribe Called Quest, uh, Wu Tang, Gangstar. Like I listen to all of them. Man. A lot, a lot of the rappers you were naming, especially early, are, are very much like fast spitters. Yes, and you're and you're a fast spitter. You're yes. you're someone whose bars contain a lot of syllables. Yes, um, that in itself is is a style. Was that how people were rapping around you when you started, or did no. you just decide like, have you always rapped but like that? By the way, no, no. Um, at first, like my heavy influences was you know like Tupac or yeah. Ti, and that's what I thought you know like in my area you know down south that's what was like 
the style there. So it was like, let me try this. But it, it just, you know, I still love to like switch up my style. And yeah. I'll do that on a lot of songs. You'll hear me go back and forth or, you know, you, I'll just take that vibe to a song. Right. And um, but so, no, it wasn't original. But I mean, like Freestyle Fellowship, they're mm -hmm. like the, you know, the originators of the the fast rap and right, the right, right, right. and you know so like from them to bust the rhymes and ritz and all everybody that's out now i mean it just appealed to you exactly yeah. and, and if you look it's kind of taken over i mean even migos like the they're double timing you know what i mean right, but right. it's just a different form and a different flow or delivery so people accept it more you know yeah 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 it is yeah, okay so i feel uh, like a lot of the music that comes out of the south though does tend to be a little bit slower right so yeah. Uh, so your your interest was like a little bit different than yeah yeah than like surroundings. Yeah, I mean it started chopping started in in here in LA right, in right, San right, Diego right. and like this is where it started. You know, this is the origination of that style of music. So yeah, it was it's it's became a lot more acceptable down south in like our area because there's a lot of people that like are with the strange music vein. You right, know? So right, like, right, right, like right. Tech Nine, like when people started accepting him, like I've been rocking with Tech Nine since like his first ever like major deal album, which is called Mitch Bade. And like, that's like, he's been my idol of rap music. He's yeah. like my favorite. So yeah. But like most people, when they started getting into him, you know, and especially when he does stuff now, like the hood go crazy. You yeah, know, yeah, like yeah. people love it. Now he's accepted, you know, and it's great. So. That's, it works for me too. Yeah, that's awesome because it, it's where you guys are, like geographically, right? Mm -hmm. Like if you just follow your coast up, it starts to change like tremendously, like the sounds, right? Yes. And yes. you name some of those artists, obviously. Um, and it's hard for you know the rest of the the nation in general just to ignore like the mecca because that's where New York, you know, that's where it is. That yeah. is, that is where it was born. Um, but it seems like beyond New York's walls, it changes so drastically. Yeah. You know what I mean? They only have to go a little south, and it's it's completely different. Yeah. The BPMs are different. The way people are flowing, the topics are different. You know what I mean? It's yeah. crazy. And New York is like, it's a very small space, but it's such a high concentration, yeah. high population. So you spread they out. They influence a lot. Right, right, yeah. right. My, yeah. Influence each other a lot within, yeah. the, within the walls that you're describing. Yeah, my thing is like... It's different down south far as like where I'm at anyways uh -huh. from the mainstream scene and what people listen to to what people actually like make. Yeah. Like the music that pops in our area is called juke music and it's like kind of like twerk music yeah. really fast sped up like uh -huh. really really sped up and like people just get on there and just say nonsense a lot of times. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. And that's like the club music down there. And like if you go to Miami, you won't like to perform. You won't get your set like at regular tempo. At the tempo you record, it's always sped up. You yeah, know? yeah. So it's like, and it's like the complete opposite in Houston. You know, it's like every like a lot of times you'll go there to perform and it's just slow. You yeah, know, it's really yeah, slow. Yeah, yeah. And so it's like, you know, it's just that kind of thing. I mean, there is some artists in our city that you know make you know really good music and really great music. But I mean, a lot of the stuff that gets showed love out there is you know it's just its own little yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. You know? So so do you okay so. Now you're moving forward into hip hop. Mm -hmm. um, what parts? Because that's a, that's another thing that's you know known from the South. Like the hustle in the South is something that everybody talks about. Yeah, you know what I mean. Um, it's very much a survival thing. And but what part did you? When did you start going? Oh, I need to get this to like the most professional level. Like, okay. you know what I mean? Because that, that's something that no, none of us start off knowing that. No. You know what I mean? Like half the time you're just figuring it out the hard way. Mm -hmm. 
You know, for you, when did it kind of start clicking? My biggest thing was because I was always fascinated fascinated with the like the fast rap lane of music. Yeah. I my biggest thing, even from when I first started, was always being in a pocket, like in on beat, you know, yeah, on yeah. tempo. Never like if it was off tempo, like I hated it every time. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. So like that was one thing and that always helps. You know, when you hit a pocket hard and you know, you hear your words like bum 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 yeah, it yeah, sounds yeah. really crisp, you know. It, it, that's that's what like you know, I feel is like commercial quality, you know, it's crisp, it's clear, it's yeah, yeah, understandable, yeah, yeah. you know. So, because a lot of people, you know, they like, and it it's weird because it ended up becoming something that people now are like into, I guess, like kind of like always behind the beat and and right, right, and, right, 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 and like slurred, you know, yeah, when you yeah. can't understand them. I'm like, when I was coming up, like if you were like that and like played that for any of my family or anybody I know, they'd be like, man, get that crap out of here. Yeah, you know? it's really interesting, like, you know, like uh, one of the things that's happening in like the um la and southern california scenes because of like odd future right and, and some of those influences yeah. we are getting a, a big influx of of uh music that isn't in the pocket yeah purposely yeah. you know what yeah. i mean like it's purposely like so far out of the pocket <laughs> where at one point like we, you and i have talked about this right? at one point I, I was like yo what like what is it like what is is this people into this? <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, where do they do that? At? Yeah, yeah. And then all of a sudden, it, it is become it becomes people who do it really well take it as an art. They start to elevate it. Mm -hmm. And then you start to realize like, oh, shit. They're, they're just speaking a different frequency. Yeah. Like, that's all it really is. And, well, like, with me, like, there's certain, there's spots and times of, like, every song where I'll fall behind intentionally. Yeah. But it's not out of pocket. It's like, I let the beat run ahead and, you know, it, it lands in pocket though. Yeah. It always hits a pocket. Like, that's just my thing. And you're I'll just never styling on it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of like, you know, like a hesitation and then you just, you have to catch up like, right, right. and then, you know, like that. Yeah. Yeah, so. Okay, so what about, okay, so that's from the craft side. What about um, the business side? The like, business yeah, side. Yeah, when did you start to like go like, oh, okay, there, there's more than just okay. making raps. Um, when like everybody around me, like, and I'm not trying to be, but like everybody around me was like, bro, you're better than me. Yeah. And I, so I was like, all right, like, all right, whatever. No, no way. Well, that's and like the opposite of hip hop scene here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But like, props. but no, like, uh, it's not like that out there though. That's the thing. And like, uh, everybody was like, man, you're really, really good. And I, I never had to, like, football How do battles was, work. <laughs> yeah. Football, oh, it's terrible. Yeah. But like, football was my thing. You know, like, I played football a lot, like, as a kid growing up. Yeah. And like, I had scholarships. And then like, I fell in love, you know, with music. And, um, that's what I decided I wanted to do. But it, it, it also came from having, you know, a support team. Like, that's what made me really get into it. Because, I mean, I don't know how it is, but I, I never just, like, woke up and was like, man, I'm the shit at rapping. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. I'm better than everybody. Like, people are going to buy this around the world. And, yeah. like, I was never that guy. And, um, I mean, I know now that I have a gift, you yeah, know. Yeah, and it's, yeah. like, I don't, you know, I don't take it for granted. But, so it was kind of that, just people around me being so like, you were, So you kind of had, like, a built-in team from the start. Yeah. Like, yeah. It, so it wasn't like, I'm going to do this. It's like, we're going to do this. Like, yeah, well, like, yeah, well, like, my family, you know. Yeah. Like, it was always me doing as far as the hip-hop music, you know. Yeah. But, like. All my family appreciates just music, you know. So it's they're like, man, that's like really good. Like that's better than what I hear on the radio, yeah, you know. You that should kind be of doing stuff. something. Like yes, that. yes. There was okay. never a battle of having to show yourself to like mom and dad and oh like, no, got it no, no. Yeah. They kind of already knew. Yeah. yeah, he's got the bug. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. My dad like anything music. My dad is like all like man, do it, you know. So, yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So, so okay, so awesome. then when did the um, like knowing okay, I got a tour. I got to have my online presence, like all these things. Did it start, did it happen organically or was there like, like, 
were you getting mentored? Were you just having to figure it out through the magazines and online? Like, how were you figuring it this, out? Okay, well, like, this is how, like, me coming into, like, really me happened. There was a there was a promoter out in Florida, and I had met him. Like, I had already had, at this time, like, my fourth child. I have four. Uh, I have six daughters, actually, by the way. Wow. Yeah. Six but, daughters. <laughs> yes, yes. Do you have a superpower? Wow. Or that, <laughs> should we be talking to you about that? <laughs> no, no, but those are my babies. But, yeah. like, um... But no, like, so I'd already, you know, had my fourth daughter and I had quit kind of like, you know, the music scene for a while. I was working. I had two jobs and I hated life, you know yeah, what yeah, I mean? Yeah. So it was like, I was just, at one point in time, I heard a beat that I really, really loved, you know, and I was like, damn, I want to write to that beat. So I just went on YouTube and started writing to it. Then it was just back. Like, I, I didn't work no more. I quit both my jobs and, you know, I've been doing this ever since. Wow. But I met this promoter. And um, his name was Subboy, and um, he was like, man, like, come perform at a show. And I went and performed at his show. And, um, I mean, we ended up doing, like, just shows after shows after shows. That's how I met Billy, yeah. you know, Billy Clinton, which is, you know, Cookbook's nephew. Yeah. And he was rapping at one of the events. And um, we had just linked up through the promoter. And, uh, I mean, it had just, you know, we've had our, you know, our time since then. But then about a year ago, a year and a half ago, like, me and Billy became really, really tight. And, um and like since then, I mean, he introduced me to Cookbook. Um, we have, we've been through a lot of crap out there, like in the scene. Like the tour has been from like not happening to you know was never gonna happen to like now it's like you know we're on tour. And yeah, it, yeah, you know yeah. What I mean, and it's great. We've had investors back investors back out on us like like a week before. Like yeah, so it was crazy. Um, so um, so wait, did you here. know? Did you know that independent hip hop? life looks like the way it does no no you know what i mean not at all what did you think it was gonna look like i mean as a kid when you get into it like from a young age like that you're you just see what's on tv you right know? Yeah. Like, but until you get into the scene you know what i mean all you see is the the good side of it like yeah. it's never you don't ever see the like the downs or like the i'm stuck in my car or right. you know i'm living with somebody else now with three right. kids and you know right, i right, have right, nowhere right. to go but i mean like I but you had you had your family though that yeah, had a lot of experience yeah. Yes. in the music industry. Yes. But they, they, it's a different vein. Like mm -hmm. with rock music, you can form a band and go get paid now. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You go to a bar and book a gig and it's like, all right, what do you want for your show? Right, you know right, I mean? right. So if, and if you can be background music. As, as a MC, you can't just be background music. Yeah, yeah. Not yeah. at all. Not at all. So it's different. You know, my dad didn't know the hip hop scene was like that. You know, mm -hmm. it was just all you do, you know, nobody in my family did. All you do is just see what's on TV, especially like in a town that's not, I mean, we had nobody even from our town that blew up and yeah. has done anything. You know what I mean? So it's, it's hard so did so did you go through that that phase where friends and family would ask or at least insinuate like yo where's so are you gonna get paid or like <laughs> every day yeah <laughs> every day every day is like man like what's going on you know but like, it kind of feels like from what you're describing that their thought is see like i know what you're asking chris like yeah. for us it's different it's like so you're gonna go get a real job <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah but like i yeah. wonder if like for you it's almost like What's wrong with people? Why are people not up on the fact that you should be getting paid already? <laughs> no, no, it's never been like that. Mm -hmm. It's like, I mean, some people, there's some people that are really like fans of mine, yeah, real yeah, big yeah. fans that will tell me that. They're like, bro, like, I don't know how you're not, you know, here, here. There's no justice. Hey, no yeah, way. exactly. But like, not far as like family, like, like at Thanksgiving, uh, you, I'm always the guy that like is just in the corner and yeah. they get the weird You don't thing. have the real job. <laughs> no, right. no, yeah, no. Yeah. no. That's when, crazy. When you get that, then it's like, oh my God, I was supporting you for yeah, day one. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, you wasn't. Like, 
like, you wouldn't even pass me the gravy. Like, what do you do? You didn't support me. You ever wonder if you were living over here? Which should be like living, I don't know, whatever, whatever that fucking line is. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yo, yo, okay, so you hook up with, um, with Billy. Billy. Mm-hmm. Uh, you meet Cook. Mm-hmm. And then what's the next step from there? Um, Cookbook, you know, he was the, at that point in time, him and Billy were, you know, kind of just chopping it up amongst each other. And because Cookbook was the founder of, you know, Just Us. Uh-huh. And, um, Billy was still like in the balance. Actually, Billy was a rapper at that point in time still, and uh, he was making a transition, and that he just wanted to be, you know, within like the business side of yeah, it. And he, yeah. he has that mindset, you know. So he's very, very like good with speaking with people and conducting business, and you know, yeah. knowing like steps and proper proper process, and you know, he he knows how to keep my life intact. So, yeah. like, um, so. Him and Cookbook were talking, and I mean, they just, they had, like, my music, they seen something in me to where, you know, Cookbook was like, yeah, man, go ahead and, you know, sign them. Tell them, like, hey, if you want a home, you got a home. And, I mean, it's been on and popping since then. Like, yeah. Cook, Cookbook actually was in Florida, and then he had came back out here, and I've been calling him on the phone every week, like, bro, I got this idea of how I can go to California. And like, he's like, bro, like, you're going to call me one time and be like, man, I got these midget strippers. They're from L.A. We're coming out, like, like, just to go to L.A., you know? So, like, that was, like, I've always wanted to come out to California, you know, yeah. so... Foxy so, and Roxy, that's cool. Yeah. I'm glad you guys <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So what did you... I mean, what do you think? Well, you know um, what I mean? Like, when you look at these this other scene out here, like, the differences and... Oh, and man, things, it's, it's crazy. Like, uh... What do you think of these streets? A lot of places, you know, they'll say, like, you don't, um... You don't get love from your hometown. Mm. Like, out here... Yeah. And, like, in Florida, they say, you know, you won't get love from your hometown until you leave your hometown. Sure. You know what I mean? And, like... Say the same thing here. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But, like... We, as soon as we left Florida, I mean, we've had, like, we got booked, actually, for a couple showcases that were, like, competitions. Yeah. And we won every one of them. We mm-hmm. haven't, like, we haven't lost, and, like, it's out of Florida, you know? And it's, like, it's awesome. Everybody was, like, when I get off stage, they're, like, oh, yeah, you know, yeah, like, yeah. who is this guy? And it's, like, crazy. I've never experienced that. So it's, like, thank you, you know? It's, yeah. like, finally, like, people are paying for merch. People are paying for, you know, like, CDs and shows and want me to come back and, you know, do, you know, more shows. We already got booked for a show in New York from a guy that we did a show with so i mean it's crazy what do you guys attribute that to what what is what is the psychological crabs in the barrel thing no well yeah sure but i mean but just the idea like we know this this is the same in every city when Uh you leave your city all of a sudden people are like super hyped about you and like a more cynical part of me the same thing we've you know we've Uh every artist friend we've had this experience you've gone on tour like different places same experience and like the cynical part of me goes they're like people just want some sort of like I don't know. It's Bare- vanity. Yeah. I yeah. want, uh, like, you know, dance monkey, like that kind of thing, yeah. right? But what is it, though? There is this psychological thing that people have where they're excited about the newness. Like, I discovered this artist that lives in a city on I the think other if, side of the I planet. think, one, if people feel like if they look at you because you're doing something that you like doing or whatever, most of mm-hmm. the people that are in the arts, they have people who look at them like that. Like, yeah. oh, you know, they're happy. They're doing these things. And I think the way the mo- that most people translate that is in a threatening manner. Mm. So if it's in a threatening manner, the farther away you are, 
uh-huh. the less threatened I am. That's interesting. You know what I mean? So That's then I can look at your music for what it is. Yeah. As yeah. opposed to if you're right here, all I'm thinking about is that you're a threat. Yeah. You know? That's an excellent Especially operation. Especially in Florida, man. Like, because nobody has is yet to blow up from there. Yeah. So it's like everybody's like, I want to be first. And, you know, it's like that, like, you're trying, like, Black Friday in the Walmart, trying yeah. to, like, fight to the last tour. Yeah. It's like, no, I'm going, you know, it's, it's terrible. It's, it's so terrible. interesting, too, though, man, uh-huh. because it's, uh, it, it, dude, I'll, I'll talk to your Florida people right now. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter who blows. Yeah. Make someone blow that yeah. deserves to blow, and then everyone who deserves to blow will blow. Exactly. And people, That's all that has to happen. And people that know, they'll tell you the same thing as yeah. I'm going to say. It takes a village. Like yeah. It takes everybody behind one person, you know? And Absolutely. Like, and, like, I don't care if it's me, you know? Yeah. I don't, like, Atlanta, dude, like, there's, like, platinum-selling producers and platinum-selling, like, like, artists that, yeah. that are, like, out there, like, helping independent artists, you know, that are, like, man, yeah. like, I'll do this for you and do th- because they want their city to stay on top. Right. You know? So it's, like... The thing is, like, we've seen yeah. this model work so many times. Yeah. You know, you mm-hmm. push out your star, and then as soon as they get up there, then it's just gonna, you know, climb everybody else That's up real. with them. And yet, for some reason, we, we cannot get I people mean, to agree PDE, on it. I mean, PDE, Strange Music, all yeah. of them have, like, had they had one person and then the rest of them got on. And, and everyone's they, getting paid. Yes, yeah. major. Cake. Well, I mean, the entertainment business is like a mine. It's like a mining company. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. what happens. Like you find out, oh, there's diamonds over here. So we got to go over there. And then they come in and usually gut that whole place out. Yeah. Yes. You know yeah. what I mean? They um, haven't gutted you guys yet. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Florida has a lot of talent, man. And yeah. it does. It's just the attitude there a lot of times is not right. I mean, yeah. I think at the end of the day, when it comes to being like an artist, like, it's up to you whether or not you think you're going to blow. Yeah. Like, it literally has That's nothing good. to do with anybody else. It like, you, it doesn't matter what when you blow or what time. You know what I mean? Like, if you blow before mm-hmm. or after. Like, it's up to you. It is. And so, I, it's such a strange way of thinking when you're like, man, I can't have, you know, I can't have razor blow because... Mm-hmm. Well, you know, that means that I didn't blow yeah, at that about, very moment. They're not like, consciously. That's the thing. Though, I don't think people are consciously. Yeah. Yeah, I take it back. A lot of people are. Yeah, yeah I was not, not, <laughs> some of them are. Yeah, yeah, yeah for, for sure. sure. For sure. For some sure. Are. Not, I, I was having a conversation um, with a friend of mine recently, and she's a, she's, she's a filmmaker. She's new to filmmaking in general, but she has very much decided this is her path, and she's working towards it, right? Yeah. And she had this project that she started working on where it was her and a collaborator. She came up with the idea of, like, doing this little documentary about like getting her gut bacteria checked or something right and like it was about this institute that does it yeah so the project ends up being one where they do all the footage together and she sort of like stars in it if you will and then um afterwards she does an edit of it and then the dude does an edit of it and i watch the one that she did and it's like it's professional it's nice it's kind of like a commercial for this institute yeah yeah the version the dude did and I'm sitting there watching it with my jaw open at like how like psychologically he cut her open. There's shots of her like choking up and crying. I mean, it's like this powerful, emotional, yeah. amazing piece of art. That's crazy. And they're going back and forth about how she's like, I think he wants to get like sole director credit and like, but I want to be up there. I'm like, no, no, let him have all of that. Do all of that. Put all your forces behind him. I assure you, wherever he goes, you're going to go with him. Yeah. Just be the star on this one. You don't have to be the co-director, the co-producer, the CEO of the company. Yada. Yeah. Yeah, no, none of that was making any sense to her. 
don't think it makes sense to most people. None of that computed yeah. at all. It, it makes the thing is, is it makes sense to everybody. I mean, it's like saying, you know, somebody that likes citrus fruit won't drink orange juice. I mean, <laughs> you know what I'm like, yeah. it, it all makes sense. I feel like they tell you it don't make sense to them, so it, it's a reason. Of it's an easy out. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It always. I mean, you can't say one plus one equals two to somebody and then be like, no, it don't. You know, it, yeah. it does. They just they can choose to accept it or not. Yeah, and all know? they have and, to do is simply just deny it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And that's it. So I mean, like, if if you really want to, I mean, it's it's about selflessness, selflessness. You know, and it's hard. I mean, it's it's like saying I'm not that guy. I'm yeah. gonna take a back seat. And as men, uh, uh, especially you know, in hip hop, a lot of men, you know, it's a predominantly a man, you know, yeah. game. And mm-hmm. um, nobody's pride or ego a lot of times is you know able to be like, hey, let me take the back seat. This yeah. guy obviously is have, has the role right now, so let's right. push him and keep him moving forward. You know, um, like nobody out of my city. I mean. I won't say nobody, but maybe one or two out of our city has ever been on a national like level at all. You know, yeah. and I'm I'm like glad and honored to be one of those people. But you know, it's hard to like get people to even still to like a lot of times, you know, just be like, man, all right, it's him. You know, it's yeah, hard. Yeah. It's hard. Yeah, you got, yeah. It's a fight. It's a fight. It's pretty much always. I mean, it's always been that way though. Like long before the art scene. I mean, like Chris. Like think about. Mm. We were always on the same page on this, mm. but just like when we we're out with like our boys, right? And we can tell like if we're gonna meet a group of girls, yo, Chris is doing better with this group. Everybody take a back seat. Yeah, <laughs> let yeah, him, yeah. Let him keep going spinning. Let yeah, him yeah, keep yeah. going forward. And then we all get in. Yeah, and then we yeah. all get in. But instead, what happens is all your boys go out. All of a sudden, everybody's on them like vultures. Are they on the one? Them. Yeah, everybody's like on, the, on the, one. the one. No, I want the I want the hottest one though. Goddamn rookie. And then nobody fucking gets exactly, laid because yeah. then by the time that you like are like, well, I'll go to the the second one. Yeah, it's already like, too late. You, she's yeah. like, you just like showed me who you wanted. Yeah. Like, you want me? You know what I'm saying? Got shot down already. What do I want you? Nobody wants to be second because yeah. then you get because then you gave her the upper hand you yeah. know what I mean? so now she's like no i'm good you know so that's how <laughs> i feel like what we just talked about right now is like has been pr- like the thesis statement of this podcast <laughs> for 260 episodes why you hate why you hate play your role play your role amen dude so, so um because you you mentioned like a pretty like eclectic group of artists mm-hmm. that you you like and listen to mm-hmm how do you? Because here's something that I've seen like a lot of young younger artists do. A lot of younger artists will latch on to a style, and then hear another style, and and then change that style if that style's popular. You know what I mean? Whereas you, you you listen to like you said you listen to Tribe Called Quest. Yeah. I don't. You don't. I don't hear like. I don't hear you stealing anything from Tribe Called Quest. No. You know what I mean? Like no. I hear you know you're. You listen to Tech Nine, maybe some, but not really. There's no, you have your own voice. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, yeah. how do you, what would you tell like a younger artist who's like trying to find their voice? Cause you have a really original voice. Thank so, you. how do you, how do you tell a young artist to like, yo, just do you? You know what I mean? Cause I that's mean, a big issue. Yeah, it is. It is. But I mean, think about it though. I mean, in, in the sense of it, I mean, if you take Tech Nine, yeah. Yellow Wolf, Buster Rhymes, Twister, uh, maybe a little bit of LL and you put them in a pot, like, that's my whole style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? And everybody is the second of their predecessors. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, you can't, there's somebody that has to do it first and the person that does it second can only go off one model at that point. Yeah, time, yeah, Which yeah, is yeah. the person that did it first, you know? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's always going to have resemblance of somebody else's style. But if you're, like, blatantly, like, you know, like Ghostface and Action Bronson, you yeah. know, like, you know, that kind of style or, you know, where it's like, I'm taking your style. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't think you 
should do that. I mean, people do it, obviously. Right, right, but, right. But um, I mean, the way I, I just be be versatile in your listening, man. That's the only way to like really develop your sound because when you go to write on a beat, you're gonna be like, all right, well, what do I want to write about? And then it's gonna come out far as in like your flow wise is going to come out with you know all of the people you listen to and then i feel like your voice i mean don't ever change your voice to sound like somebody else like use your voice you know because that's what people want You know why that we've already had a Tupac. We don't need another one. We've already <laughs> had a Drake. We don't need another one. Right, you know, right, like right, we, right. So I mean, they're they're for what they are, and let them be great and do you. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. So. You know what? It's really. You know what happened the other day? I was uh, I was taking the dog for a walk, walking down the street, and I, I run into a bunch of homies who just happened to be all rappers. They were mm. all just hanging out. So we're all walking down the street, and shit, you not this little kid comes up to us, and he's like, "Yo." He starts giving the, I can tell he's about to give a speech. He's mad nervous. He's like, yo, yo, I just wanted to stop y'all guys. And like, you know, I rap and, you know, I, I'm just trying to see if I'm any good and blah, blah, blah. And at first I'm like, word up, kid. Like, that's dope. Like, yeah. let's, let's hear you spit. And he's like, yo, I just, cause you know, I'm into my shit. He's this little Mexican kid. Yeah. He's like, yo, I'm into my shit. And you know, he's like, I'm just trying to find my own original voice. And, uh, 
<laughs> this motherfucker <laughs> starts rapping a J. Cole rap to us. Shut up. Like, just, I don't know if it was just like, like, it was Firing Squad, by the way. Like, his, his most, you know what I mean? Like, the song. And he's ra- he's even putting the enunciations in it and all that shit. And we're just like, yo. Was he, was he being facetious? No. No, no. He was like. You thought you wouldn't catch on? I guess. I I mean, if you, if you think about it, what were the odds of, like, five rappers just walking down the street, it, oh, like, he, at okay. that exact moment? He didn't know you guys were. No, he was sitting on his porch. Yeah. And he was just like, he, he didn't know you over. guys were. I got a question. No. Okay. Did he even do the la, 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 <laughs> No, no, la, he stopped la, right there. Because <laughs> that's pretty but, light. That's wow. Pretty dog, okay, one, this is a Mexican kid, right? Yeah. And he's reciting word for word firing squad, right? <laughs> and uh, there's so there's plenty of parts where we're all like, ooh, like, yeah, mm, like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, and I'm okay. there with like Rick Scales and Mickey Vale, and you know what I mean? Like, they're black, yeah. and so they're just like, mm, like, we all it starts getting super uncomfortable, right? Yeah, yeah. And like, so at one point, we just have to stop because he's just gonna keep reciting like these raps. Oh, uh, this is this scene is going in my movie, yeah, yeah. dude. And Rick is Rick is like literally like, yo, man, like, uh. This fucking kid. He tells him he's like, "Yo, uh, you know that that's cool, man. But you know, like, don't rap other people's raps. Like, that's like a major, major no no." And he's like, "Yeah, but I did it in my voice." What? That, that was his, <laughs> that was like literally his fucking explanation. Yeah, yeah, I did it in my voice though. Oh, wow. I'm so gonna cover okay. Madonna's celebration Dude, album. All, but it's all I know is I was just hoping. Dope. The only thing I could think of was like, man, he, that kid was probably like 12 or 13. I hope this isn't where we're going. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, this better right. not be the next shit where, like, yeah. now you just release other people's covers. songs. Yeah, covers. Yeah, like, it's all covers. Yeah, that's crazy. And now you just have, like, famous cover artists. Well, I mean, it's like... Well, I mean, you have that on YouTube. Yeah, right? yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah. But if They're you, usually Asians, though. If you look at, like... If you look at, like, every style, style of art and entertainment, though, like, from drawing, I mean, most people, unless they're learning, they're not going to go and, like... To go sell a painting and redo like you know a a box. I mean uh, like a um, Mona Lisa, Mona Lisa or, something, yeah. or like yeah or like Michelangelo. Yeah, or, say it's theirs. Not gonna redo that and be like it's mine. So here, buy it. Yeah. You know, or like you're not gonna come on this podcast tomorrow and sound like Steve Harvey. Yeah, 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 like, yeah. For no reason, you just be yeah. yourself. You I used to have I mean? a friend who tried to do that. Yeah, by but like, like Steve Harvey, <laughs> but like, talk like him all the time. That's that's like weird to me. <laughs> yeah. So, but like, why is it okay in hip hop music to like jack somebody swag and be like it's mine? Yeah. You don't do that and no and like it's very rare you see that in any other like lane of like where do, where do no you think actors, that comes from? No actors like hey i want to act like denzel yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that doesn't happen yeah. you know i want his money maybe but not like you know well, yeah, where so. do you think it comes from because I, I i i think i mean there's there's a room full of people who are pretty well versed in hip-hop right right here and i think we could all kind of agree that there was a time when like biting the, the defined biting was literally anything that even resembled or sounded like somebody else period yeah even clothing like when LL came out with the Kangos, you couldn't have, like they they battled over the Kangos. <laughs> yeah, like it was yeah. you were trying to be so original mm-hmm. that it just was it was obvious that somebody was breaking it off. And then at some point, things and here's the thing: this is something that we've always talked about on this show. And I don't I don't know because I've never been to the South, but I know repetitive beat. Mm-hmm. was a big thing that was coming out of the South. There was like a repetitive mm-hmm. sound that we weren't hearing everywhere else. Mm-hmm. And people say that kind of spawned the idea of sounding like like more styling as opposed to like just coming up with like an original. Here, here's my what, take what do you on think? it. Here's my take yeah. on it. 
I'll, I'll go to handwriting. You write the same words or, as me on a piece of paper, they're still going to look different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like, it's like, look, you can write 100 down on a piece of paper, and I write 100 down on a piece of paper, and it's the same same number, but there's going to be certain characteristics that are different. I mean, eventually, you, somebody's already been the first at all of that. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, how, like, what's the next? So you think we're running out of ideas? Well, I think that's a thing people are feel like they are. Yeah. You know, and, and in, instead of just being who they are, I mean, I grew up the same way you see me now. I yeah. didn't have the blue hair when I was born but i mean everything else, i mean this is me you it's know, getting so. harder to be original well no no it's getting harder to just not have somebody else's flavor in yeah. your style you know because yeah, yeah. but it's, it still is original i mean I, I write words on a piece of paper and i put them into a microphone and i'm not you know i'm not stealing nobody else's lyrics it's yeah, all yeah. mine i'm not you know copying nobody else's you know their sound, their voice, or right, whatever, right, right. their stage. You know, I don't do, I don't do any of that. But it's still, you know, it's still hip hop. It's still, you know, rapping, and everybody is, you know, I mean, what would be next? Somebody in a, like a pizza costume, you know? Yeah, what I mean, yeah, I don't yeah. mean, what's I think, and that's why I think drill music and all that has happened because pizza people, costume. you know, genius, <laughs> you know. But I'm saying, like, I'm a deliver, I'm a deliver <laughs> all the rhymes to your doorstep. Exactly. God damn. Exactly. But I'm saying, like, um, extra hot, you know. Like, that's how I feel. The there's only so much. So there's only so many things influencing before you start to see. Right. Yes, I feel yeah. everybody. I feel everybody pushed originality too far. Like, because drill music, that's a spawn of people being like, "Well, I just want to do me. Nobody's done this before." Yeah. And then everybody like got had a group of friends that got behind it, and now drill music is huge. Where they're like, oh, do, oh, oh, oh. "Yeah, yeah, yeah." You know what I mean? And like, it's I, so I feel like if everybody would have just left that alone and then let people, you know, there's gonna be multiple, you know, people that rap fast there's gonna be multiple but like eventually it's gonna it just keeps getting better you know what i mean it's not i wonder yeah. i wonder if a contributing factor is that the hip-hop community was so much smaller back then yeah i'm sure if you're, if you're abiding sure. like it was immediately exactly noticed. exactly whereas like now we also didn't massive. have so many genres of sound exactly. in hip-hop right. whereas like in the south they're not like and i know this for a fact we know a lot of southern rappers like they're not biting each other yeah. be because you hear like similar 808s or similar bass lines. That's the vibe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that's how it feels yeah, down yeah. here. Yeah. yeah. So they're just rapping over what it feels like. You know what I mean? Whereas in, in California, it, its development was early in hip hop. Yeah. So they were literally trying to figure out what we sounded like. We didn't, dude, think about the times at the same time we had gangster music out, we had like Project Blowed. Right. Like right. so, there was always this like, fuck. What? What are? What is the West Coast sound? Well, again, it's a higher you know? concentration of population, so different different neighborhoods well, and different cities sounded differently. Yeah, I, mean, I think like like an example of like a place, like a song that sounds like a place to live and die in L.A. Yeah, like sounds like L.A. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Here's, here's a here's like the sound that I always like. You know, that brings me to like West Coast, the West Coast vibe. Yeah. I wouldn't just say you know California. I mean Arizona, like any of that lane. Is like you know, like if you listen to like now nowadays TDE, like yeah, it's it's got the 808s. It also has that 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 you know I can put some low riders in the music video yeah. and it's gonna fit. It has the hi hats that are you know very you know it's it, everything is is still like old school you know West Coast style with 808s and yeah. the trap you know a trap drum setup and like I think that's dope. I mean that's original. You know you listen to Schoolboy's last album. He has tons of songs on there. That's like it's like a mix between Northern South. And you know, yeah, the West Coast old. And what West you're talking, dude, and what you're talking about, and this is it's a trip because I'm thinking about like the heads that are in the the room right now. Mm. 
they could probably tell you like that sound is relatively new to us. Yeah, oh, it's still that. new to the West mm-hmm. Coast. It's still new to everybody. Yeah, yeah. Because the West Coast for a long time we had, I mean, if you didn't sample Roger and Zap, you <laughs> weren't even on the West Coast. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Like that was a thing, and it's to go from that to you know to Pimple Butterfly. Yeah, and that's still West Coast. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like we talk about it on the show a lot about how hip hop is so hesitant to talk about change. But it's 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 out of there's no way they're gonna stop it. Like hip hop is changing. Hip hop changes constantly. All music. Does. Otherwise, it's boring. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's constantly changing. You're gonna have things that make you feel a certain way. There's like I love drums. I just love drums. And there's a certain time in the early nineties where drums were like it was we were hearing that for the first time. But I don't wanna hear that. Every day, yeah. Pic- yeah. I don't want to hear that every day. That's whack. Like picture, I don't want to hear that. Picture the first thing you ate on Earth, and that was all you could eat yeah, for the exactly. rest of your life. Why exactly. would you do it's that? It's just not even why normal. You, yeah. Why would you? Do, who does that? Everybody's taste changes in everything. Yeah. And everybody's always improving. I mean, they had Vanilla Ice back then. They had Marky Mark yeah. and the Funky yeah. Bunch, and you know. So it's like, I mean, come dude, on I just now. had an argument you know with somebody about that the other day. Like, they were like, "Dude, the '90s was almost perfect." I was like, "Not that I remember." <laughs> no, no. I'm like, "I remember the '90s having just as much crap." Yeah. Yes. Is out right now. Yes. You know and, what I mean? Oh, the good old days. <laughs> yes. So, like, it, it, no, don't get me wrong. Like, it's still, like, the nostalgic feeling, you know, when I hear, like, you know, Tupac or Bone Thugs, I'm still like, damn, I'm a kid again, you yeah, know, yeah, and yeah. it feels great. You know, I love it. But, I mean, if I only listened to the good artists from back then. You yeah. Know? So, yeah, I, don't, yeah. I don't, you know, yeah, I didn't grow up during that. It. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. it's like, it's like, you know, it's different for me. So, I, me, personally, I'm like, yeah, that was the best times. But then, like, somebody like Cookbook, you know, that, you know, he grew up, he was, like, popping back yeah, then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, you know, it's like, bro, that's like he told me last night. I was listening to a song. He's like, bro, I was like, man, I know about this. He was like, oh, you know about this? But I lived through this. <laughs> so, so I'm like, so I'm like, you know, I'm He's like, like, you can hear me in the background <laughs> on that record. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm like, damn, I'm like, that's real though. You know, you that's talking true. about the Roaring Twenties, <laughs> <laughs> Crips, <laughs> the flapper music. <laughs> but no, that was the that was the difference. Like, that's the difference in you know times though. It's like yeah. he has a whole different outlook on the '90s than me. Yeah, and that's because like. The difference and you know everything's changed you know what i mean and it's and it's it would be like like i heard i forget who tech nine said it actually in an interview he was like this is the best way i've ever heard like our days described if you like tech nine yellow wolf and ritz why the why the can i cuss yeah why the fuck are you listening to Lil yachty yeah why yeah. don't be mad about him doing what he's doing because there's other artists tons of them that do the opposite of yeah, yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. I mean? Like you have no reason to complain. Exactly. It's yeah. only bad to you nowadays if you just choose to sit back and just hate yourself listening to Kodak Black <laughs> and Lil Yachty and Twenty One Savage over and over. Why would you do that? Yeah, just listen yeah, yeah. to what you like and move on about your business. Because there's a there's a lane for everybody. Yeah. You know what I mean? So don't hate on the next person, you know. Like I listen to everything. I don't listen to Kodak. I don't listen to Lil Yachty. I don't like that, you know. Yeah. Stuff. But I do I do listen to Migos and I do listen, you know, I listen to from from Migos to Jimi Hendrix. Yeah. Yeah. BB King to Tribe Called Quest. Because like, you're a person and you like shit. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yo, exactly. Yo, he, you know what I just thought about? Um, <laughs> something that that keeps it keeps reminding me that hip hop is still so young compared to the other art forms, right? Mm-hmm. It's still very young. Yeah. We haven't really hip hop really doesn't still know what to do with the accent that isn't either New York or California. Yeah, yeah. Like, there's still this thing in their mind where, like, oh, that's... Like, nobody, like Adele it. came out and nobody's like, ah, she's got an accent. Yeah. Like, because R&B's been around forever, you can sing the classics, it doesn't matter. Hip-hop's still getting used to it. 
that's this is why just actually just within this last year like we've had like major uk artists touring on their own and now not having to have supporting acts anymore Mm. because it took us a while to get used to the european accent like i remember when america was not fucking with europe at all yeah now they're like they're touring here in the states so we're still very young like we're still we're still trying to put like we're trying to take the entire south and put them all in one category yeah. because we're just like well they sound the same and what we mean is like they literally talk oh, isn't that isn't same. that the same thing that i bitch about on every episode of this show yeah <laughs> we're not doing enough sub uh, sub genres yeah yeah and so, like, oh, so like the closest thing we have is throwing entire uh, regions together right right as one style just because they happen to be from the same general place in our limited understanding of a yeah map. <laughs> which and, and i've never asked a rapper from another state um do you you know do you guys all kind of sound the same here and them say yes yeah nobody's like they, <laughs> yeah, they totally. don't feel that way yeah. like they yeah. feel yeah. they yeah. everybody's well, we're all the same well, except for yeah. la when you hear like but like i still like see when somebody from cali comes to florida like when i hear cookbooks music yeah. or him talk i'm not i don't i've never once thought like well damn he's not from here you yeah. know what i mean yeah. like i don't know if that's only from places outside oh, of the absolutely. south it's a because California, like when you come to the thing. south like i don't never look at you unless you're like from a like another country where yeah. it's like heavy i'm not i don't never look at you i guess because florida's florida's a heavy tourist state too so we i'm used to like growing up and hearing people of right all right right, right. so i don't pass through a lot Exactly. So I don't hear people and I'm like, oh, you're not from here. You know what I mean? Like, what are you? Yeah. So, but like, I mean. Yeah. So that's something that you're learning. Definitely. Because I can yeah. I can tell you the answer is absolutely yes. Yeah. California, New York are snobs. When well, it yeah. oh, isn't, I know you know what? This yeah. is, this is what? What, a, what a beautifully relevant conversation mm-hmm. because isn't. Isn't this exactly a reflection of what's happening in the country? Oh, right yeah, now? Absolutely. like in hip hop. Yeah. Politically, like here, everywhere, yeah. everywhere in the major cities, like we look down our noses at anybody who happens to not be from a major city. Yeah, yeah. but the, the things the thing that I've noticed though is that's that's well, not us, a lot of times awesome, but a lot of times that's not true though. Yeah. Because like you hit places and like people love the the country accent. Like mm. I mean, like I can like show you messages like people that just from no, like <laughs> I, I love your draw. I love yeah. the way you talk. Like yeah. oh my gosh! And these are people from New York and from Missouri. And yeah, 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 yeah. They're like oh my goodness! Like they've never seen but, like I'm an alien. But, you know? See, that's and they're what, like exactly, that's amazing. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying. You exactly. Know? They're still seeing it as a novelty. And where we need hip hop to get to a point where of course there's people that sound different because yeah. people sound different. Exactly. Like that's where we, that's where we're working towards mm-hmm. and. And the reason why there's still these arguments going on is because it is still so young. Mm. They're barely working out the basics. Yeah, well, if yeah, hip hop yeah. you know I mean? perished tomorrow, it would be still labeled a fad. Yeah. People would still be like, man, it was a fad that I see. That, like, all the old heads. I've never heads, heard like, anybody I, say that. Everybody would be like, true. I told you it was just a fad. Yeah. The sagging pants. And, like, it took a little yeah. longer than yeah. we thought, yeah. but it's but gone. That's, that's how it would be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like like my dad, like he was around before hip hop. And if it perished tomorrow, he'd be around after hip hop. Yeah. Damn, that's a fad. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like he'd be like, well, wow. what the hell is that? There's no such thing as a classic song off of that. No, I mean, literally that's literally never the, heard it put that way. That's the definition right there. Yeah. It's definition right there. If it is, if it is started and ended within one person's lifetime. Yeah. It's a fad. You can That's a fad. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I don't want that to happen. Yeah, we're barely but, getting to. But that. if you look at it you know though, I mean? but if you really look like country music, R and B, soul, gospel, like every even like Christian music yeah. is all still in hip hop swag right now. Yeah. So hip hop's not going anywhere. People are like freaked out. Like hip hop is tra- going down the drain. No. Like, no, it's not. Look at every genre of music right now. It's all still in hip hop. Like yeah. it's all like confiscating hip hop swag. So like, don't I, worry. I mean, hip hop's. Like, uh, it's definitely the language of the world. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. it's something that translates through all, you know, well, it's, 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 artistically for sure. It's right the now. language of the streets. Mm-hmm. It's because uh, it's it's the place where 
you don't need to be able to like hire a band. You don't need to buy instruments. Yeah. yeah. If you have an opinion, you can express. Yeah. It. Yeah. All you need is a pen. <laughs> yeah. Arguably, and uh, and it can definitely be terrifying. <laughs> or five other people with yeah. pens, and it's yeah. still good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and and, and, and it, it it it's definitely can be terrifying to people in positions of power because mm -hmm. it is an avenue where people who normally would not have any sort of voice can easily have a voice. Yeah. Exactly. You can be in front of an audience and start preaching. It has exactly. that kind of revolutionary message to it. Mm -hmm. And this is like an example that I'd given on, on previous shows as well. Like you look at hip hop swagger, like in the Middle East, it's very similar. Yeah. yeah. It's not because they're sitting there watching TV trying to copy it. No. I know that because I can tell when somebody's speaking Farsi if they're trying to like fake the accent or whatever. Yeah. No, it's just it's just the urban swagger. Yeah. yeah. Well, because We're just seeing it on TV for the first time. Exactly. Because I mean, black, white aside, color aside, there's many people that live in the lower income areas of yeah. every state. You know what I mean? So and when, that language is very And similar. that language yeah. is the same no yeah. matter if you what household you're in. So yeah. if you grow up from that area and you speak on a microphone, you're going to have a lot of the same crap coming out of right. your mouth. You yeah. know what I mean? So that's just what it is. And Crappy awesome. <laughs> you know what I mean? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, I mean, no matter where you're at, like, in like both places I live right now, you know, I live in, I've always lived in, you know, the, the hood, the, yeah. in the inner city, you know, and it's always been that way. So I've never, you know, I've never experienced anything else besides just, you know, multi-culture, multi-race, you know, right, right, so right, like right. when people are like, man, like what's going on? Like I wouldn't, I would expect it to be the same in, you know, Europe or, you know, France. Like if you live in a low income area and yeah. you're, you're struggling, you're going to have the same struggles. It looks everybody very lives. similar. Yeah. You know, everybody has to eat. Everybody has to sleep and, you know, yeah. So. Man, dude, mm -hmm. thank you so much for coming on the show. No bro. problem, man. You need to tell uh, tell people how they can get in touch with you, what they should be looking for, um, and what, yeah, yeah, what they should uh, be expecting all this next year. Oh man, um, well, you can find me on any social platform at Razor the Kid. That's R A Y Z A T H E, not T H A or D A. Yeah. Razor the Kid, K I D. Um, at every like uh, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, SoundCloud, you know, uh, iTunes, good, good, uh, Fifth, uh, Tay Plusler, nice. yeah, Tay Plusler's. I mean, every any site that's Rhapsody, iTunes, Spotify. I mean, anything. It's Razor the Kid. That's it. Okay, and then. Um, uh, far as what we have this year coming up, I mean, we're going to finish out this tour. The, you know, um, then into 2017, we're working on two EPs we're going to release on the same day. And, um, it's called, one of them's called the Rick James EP. Yeah. And the other one's called the Jesse James EP. It's like both sides <laughs> of me, still, I would say, yeah. you know, kind of yeah. like getting like, you get a feel for like me as a whole, you know, and like, and what my take on music is as a whole, you know. And that'll and be released when? It'll be released in the, we're going to try, we're shooting for the spring. It okay. The an exact date hasn't came yet. Um, we're working on But this next year for sure. But it, it'll be in the beginning of 2017 Yo. for sure. Yo. And then um, we're working on, you know, on the Rick James EP. I have already done a song with uh, Murs from yeah. Strange Music um, and actually from L.A. Um, and then uh, I have a song with... Uh, um, sincerely Collins. He's out of the Arizona area. He's kind of like a up and coming, you know, hip hop dude. And, uh, you know, we're working on getting, you know, right now it hasn't been in, you know, like went too far into it, but we're working on, you know, getting quite a few other, like really, you know, heavy, you know, hitters on these projects, which is going to be dope. And, um, 
So yeah, man, we got that, and that's the beginning of the year. And you just dropped a song with Cookbook. Yes, it's that called we Down. played on uh, Proof of Life Radio yesterday. Ooh, so that's what's up. That's what's up. That's what's up, break. man. Yeah, <laughs> that's what's up. Now you you were dope. You were really dope. I appreciate that. Yeah, I appreciate this. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, uh, by the way, I think. This is just my opinion. I think Cook blessed you with like one of his hardest verses I've ever heard. Of. Oh, I do too. I yeah. do too. That verse was yeah. fire. Yeah. I told him. I told him that when he soon as I was like, bro, like he made me shy to write to that beat. Yeah. Like I was like, bro, he styled on I, him and everything. <laughs> nah, for real. I called him and I was like, I was like, bro, I was like, he was like, bro, I think this beat is gonna be perfect. Not only did he kill the verse, he was like. The best that's ever done it. Raise the kid. I'm like, how do you follow that? How do you, how do you follow that? How do I come on there and say anything? So like, I was like, you already did my verse too. Like, what are we doing? Let's keep it, let's keep it short, short and simple. Like, but no, that's a, I love that song, man. And we're performing it tonight and um, at Dope. the Kava Lounge, and it's gonna be t- it's it's a tight little. Like, I mean, thing. you performed it yesterday. We yeah. did, yeah, yeah, yeah yesterday, yeah, yesterday, yeah, 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 yeah and right. it blew up. We did yesterday and the day before yeah, yesterday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the mountains of panties <laughs> were formed. Yeah. Yes, it was great. It was epic. Dude, was, thank you so much, brother. All right, man. Dude, thank anytime, you. anytime you want to come back, make sure you, you you get at us when you come on no the West Coast. Send us everything you got. We'll put it up. Guys, you've been hearing this music all through this interview, so you know you love it. Support everything Razor the Kid is doing. If you're listening to this on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, Radio, or Spreaker, Spreaker. go over to PlatformCollection.com and you can see all his links right there. (laughs) That is awesome. Right there. (laughs) I had to do it. (laughs) Right there. You may know. Now my mental state is disarrayed. I pull up in a rental blazer, chicken slay. She wanna get the dick and pay a picture frame, and I just wanna get the face and chase the frames. Huh? Tie dye with the hair. I ain't never had a care. Let me make something clear. If you see and disagree with well, Mr. Please, run up and speak. My team elite with ease. Get the blunt from me. You never would believe. I don't fuck with skis and sluts. I punk for free. There's a bunch of reasons. Leeches don't agree. Wanna fuck your freaky tongue, your butt, and breathe. Can we leave? I drop the top. We'll catch a breeze on your knees and in your mouth. Be sloppy, please. She a vegan. Well, tonight she caught the meat. Mona Lisa smile bright, but lose the teeth. Huh. She just wants the cheese. Free. Go home with me. Guarantee it's on me. Boy, I have you throwed off. I think I need the honing. You can see they cloning me. Ain't on it. I be on the beach and blowing trees and cold. When I'm getting blown. I seize the moment, we the coldest, but keep it focused, even if I'm throwed off. Salute me and shoot me. I be riding with my crew in the hoopty groupies in the back of the lap for the dude cheese gold. Do speak. If you got a problem, we can sue me and I'm gold. Salute me and shoot me. I be riding with my crew in the hoopty throw. Groupies in the back of the lap for the dude cheese gold. Do speak. If you got a problem, we can sue me and I'm gold. Word on the streets, I'm a prospect. He the illest and killer, the beat die set. We go gorillas and villas while the dimes at. No dime set. Going out the ounce fence. Make it snow and all the hoes catch your contact. Read the fine print. Be the, be the, be the disclaimer that you misraise if you piss major for the concept. I'm a dick slanger if your bitch craving, then the itch baby. I'ma find it. Find it. Rewind the track, my lines is glass. You can read between and find them kind of bad. Killing everything from haters, dimes, and gas. Pulling up my lean, I'm trying to find my stats. But I be throwed off my zine, I need a dash. Now it's real low, I'm sleeping, how'd I pass? I'ma take it to the streets for the spot hey. I love the freaks, my heart is weak To watch a tongue touch a teeth, I'm starting to reach I wanna taste all of that, I'm sure it's sweet And we can go ballin' after for a feature Wake up in the morning after, then repeat it Fresh pair of Jordans, trapping not the sneakers I- Salute me and shoot me I be riding with my crew in the hoop deep Groupies in the back of the lag for the new cheese Do speak, if you got a problem with the same weed I'm gold, throw it off, throw it off 
shooties. I be riding on my crew in the hoopty throw. Groupies in the back of the lack for the dude cheese rolling. Doofy, if you got a problem, we can sing me. I'm throwing. Throw down, throw down. Platformcollection.com